Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Week one, full of ups and downs. I wonder what week two will hold. Uh, robots bleed 50-point halftime leads and the king gets blocked from behind. Will all be discussed on the hashtag Ball is NBA podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We're back with episode two and uh, if you're looking for episode one, the link will be somewhere here. Uh, we need you have to put the link there. Okay. Yes, there. Uh, Magic are off to the usual 3 0 start of the season. England with Pacers, Hawks, all unbeaten in the East, and Yanis uh, needs to work on his free throws. Uh, speaking of the charity stripe, I've got with me as always someone who believes charity is for suckers, money what? is for and syrup is for cuffs. My co host, Vinit Devaya. Vinit, welcome back to the pod. How was your first week of the NBA? My first week of the NBA was, uh, was quite good. Uh, I, I watched most of, most of the games. Because um, we are coming up with a new uh, quote-unquote uh, segment, so I have to watch the shitty teams play before right. I can I can make some analysis. Yeah, so uh, it was good. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of injuries, but otherwise, uh, overall, yeah, positive, happy that the NBA is back. Great some game. some good games. Uh, mm-hmm. Some really pathetic games like the Clippers and Dallas Mavericks game. That was just like, uh, oh my god! I mean, I don't think like it was a normal game because that was just ridiculous. Um, but otherwise, yeah, pretty good, man. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing well. Doing well. Uh, I've been traveling this week, so I couldn't catch all of the games. I caught the Christmas Day games, and. Uh, Mm, yeah, that's a, most of the Christmas Day games and I, I think opening day game, the Nets versus the Warriors, I think those games I saw, most of them. Uh, Nets looking as good as I thought and uh, I, th- I think I oh. the Hawks a little bit too much. I, I, th- I think they could be in the five or six sort of thing, uh, at least by the looks of it in the beginning. But then five or six? What do you mean? Five or six in the East, I think they could. Uh, Who? The Nets, I mean the Hawks. Atlanta. The Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Oh, bold prediction. You start the part of the bold prediction. <laughs> Not a bold prediction. They've been scoring a lot of points. Let's, let's see. Let's see. It's, a, it's a scoring sort of team. It's a scoring sort of league. So I think that'll be right. We have a special guest with us, Vineet, and we have to do some mumbo jumbo to get him here. Uh, our main guest for tonight is none other than, I hope, uh, in the final day also, he's on this side. Uh, Aditya Pandey, who I mean, the main man at uh, NBA Dab. Aditya, welcome to the pod. We are extremely glad that you could join us. Uh, Likewise, man. Uh, I have been watching your podcasts uh, not frequently, but I do drop by. You meant frequently. You just meant frequently. It's not. Yeah. You meant frequently. Definitely, definitely frequently. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> you just uh, wanted to be very sure, and that's why you said not frequently, but you are watching frequently. I, I, in fact, uh, I uh, I was there when we were sort of having a conversation with these guys. Uh, I think who was it? Uh, Bruce Bowen was it? And I saw you guys there as well, and that's when like, oh, these guys are there. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I think you were there at the NBA India games also, right? I mean, I seen your photo where you were photobombing Larry Bird. I think. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. So I mean I, I recognized you guys there as well and I was very very incognito back then. 
during the Bruce Bowen interview. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just I hoped to sort of have this conversation with you just to sort of tell you guys that you guys are doing some really good work. Thank you so much, man. And so it's all, all credit to Ashwin. Ashwin's the the brains behind this whole operation. I mean, I, it takes one to know one, man. It it really gets very very difficult. uh to sort of keep in touch with your passion right uh, and in in the kind of sort of uh like as as content creators the kind of feedback you so everyone sort of uh earns for it gets very difficult when uh, you just have to stay consistent and, and that's one very big issue with me i have to agree uh but you guys have been very very con- consistent and, and 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 i just appreciate that truly thank you so much especially coming from the Uh, I, I think, uh, like, as long as not as long as far as you know, uh, interaction with fans is uh, there. Like NBA Dime has the most interactive fans. Like they, they will talk about this, and I keep trying to find who are these people in real life who will you know go online and talk on Instagram, and they are all on your ESPN pages. They are all on Stephen A. Smith pages. But yeah. somehow you found that uh, little niche. Uh, tell us about you know how your journey with basketball started. I know you work for GQ or. Uh, I've read something. So just give us a little bit of intro about you, man. Right. So uh, I used to be a basketball player. I I have played for Haryana. Che uh, che out 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 all cheaters. Everyone <laughs> everyone's twenty one and above for their under fifteen teams. They have kids, man. The people who are uh, playing in the under under eighteen <laughs> tournament, they have kids. They're grown ass men. Uh, right. And cheaters, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's just that's just i mean there's no denying that fact uh but then my knees were all messed up uh, i have this issue in my knees since uh, birth i couldn't walk until i was in class 2 but then somehow uh, we sort of uh, worked on that and then i started playing basketball uh, for state now uh, ever since my knees got messed up i wanted to sort of stay in touch with the game somehow so i started my youtube uh mm-hmm. which uh, i did not expect but that kind of picked up really well uh i got around 18000 subscribers in uh, a couple of months uh, a couple of videos went viral uh so that's how but the thing was most of my audience was uh, they were from uh, the states and uh, i mean it doesn't feel the same right uh, the, even though the instagram page does not have a lot of followers right now uh but the kind of interaction you can have with these guys hindi english you can maybe abuse in hindi a couple of times is just different right you get right. what these so that was missing uh and uh, i mean then obviously i started working so the youtube page sort of took a back seat but then i it's just somewhere you know what passion feels like right just just want to sort of stay in touch with it somehow regardless of what you're doing so that's how i started the uh, insta page as well and now uh, just like you said i have managed to get that very small niche but a niche nonetheless uh and i'm i'm very uh, uh i'm very very appreciative of the fact that these guys actually uh love to talk about basketball and i just feel uh, i mean amazing like a lot of guys I, I, to my uh, acceptance a lot of guys know a lot more than me and i definitely get schooled all the time but i i, I can uh, i can take that man Uh, anything in in the name of uh, interaction and good content. I mean, if they're not arguing, then they're not passionate enough. What... I, I I think the only interaction I've had with you uh, was when I kind of I think 
something to do with Kobe. And then you said something really smart that even, even Ashwin won't say being a diehard Kobe fan is that like, I think you said something to the effect of like, you know, when I was young, I was a Kobe fan, but now I know better or something like that. Something to that effect where it was more like you have understood the game now and you're not as, you know, as a, as I, I, I say a lot of shit. I say a lot of shit uh, and I get fooled all the time. It's just, I, mean, I don't know. It's one of those things. But I'm sure, I'm sure you must be right. So which, which year did you play for, for Haryana? Uh, this was in 2010, 2011, oh, 2010. very young. Okay. I yeah. Maybe maybe he played during the time when I could have. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I know a couple of players from Haryana, so I was just thinking mm-hmm. maybe. Right. Uh, I mean, there's this basketball court. Uh, there's the stadium Tau Devilal. Have you ever been to Gurgaon? Are you guys from Gurgaon? No, no. I ha- I have been to Gurgaon. I've done many a uh, bike trips from Noida to Gurgaon when I was. Uh, right. Yeah. Noida so, to Gurgaon a bike trip. Oh. With my Victor, man. Okay. So these guys just sort of uh, we used to all practice at what five in the morning every single day, and there's this one floodlight on top of that basketball court, and that's just how it was. And that was our uh, very tiny but very lovable world. That's where we spent our childhood. But but it was amazing. Right. And how did you manage to like you know get into the Haryana State team, being like? You know, considering the fact that they're all grown as men and you seem to be much younger compared yeah. to them, like what, what what role did you play? Were you point guard? What I mean, I don't know how, how tall you are, but I would imagine. Well, I'm, I'm pretty short, but then uh, a lot of short Haryana players used to play at the one or two position. So I was okay. mostly a second guard, and I was, as they said, I was only 45. Uh, angle position, that's what they used to say here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's where I used to sort of operate. And uh, luckily, uh, I got a fair chance because my school coach used to coach the Haryana team. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh. ah. So those guys, I mean, the, they really gave me an opportunity. And uh, I, I have been um, kind of like when I used to play, I was not fat. But I've always been on a very broader side. So uh, for that, I used to, I mean, run and jump, uh, unlike people would expect me to. Like mm, surprise. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess that's why people call me Zion. But I don't know why. Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember that. So uh, I, I have to tell you guys about that as well. But later, that will come later. I hope. Uh, but. Uh, this, uh, because of my unexpected agility and jumping ability, uh, a lot of these guys were sort of uh, willing to give me a shot. And that's how I got nice. Okay, okay, okay. We will get uh, back to you in a while. But uh, right now, let's talk about the NBA in the NBA podcast. Uh, right. Yes, Aditya, what, what's your like you know, impression of the first week? We had the opening day. We had Christmas Day. We did right. after. We had... Uh, some injuries. Uh, we saw that Kawhi Leonard can bleed, which is mm-hmm. pretty side and a 50-point halftime lead. Like, what do you make of this uh, pretty chaotic opening week? So, uh, my biggest observation throughout these games has been that uh, you can't take the Brooklyn Nets uh, lightly. I mean, I was wondering how good or bad KD would be. 
but the guy is just the same i mean uh, other than the fact that Steph is not there and he's not playing in the gold golden jersey he's just the same kd for some reason and uh, and it's it's incredible he's running across the court he is uh, blocking people out of the stadium is just amazing so uh, and then uh, kyrie of course is that i just the other day i was uh, watching i think it was yesterday's game kyrie just made back to back three uh, shots which were very very unorthodox like that's not how people normally take a layup or go for a jump shot so in brooklyn nets you can't uh, take for granted and then i uh, about the golden state warriors is more of a heartbreak mm-hmm. and, uh, you can see steph doing a lot of things uh, that he did during his uh, mvp season but uh, it's just i mean kelly ubri and uh, this guy and andrew wiggins these guys can't shoot man they can't shoot for the life Yeah. So it's just a heartbreak. I mean, so would, would would you say that Clay Thompson was the best, was the most important player in that Golden State Warriors team? I'm not saying best player. I'm saying the most important. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just my pet peeve to bring Clay Thompson into everything. I I would still think it would be Draymond. Mm. Out, out. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of shit that I say, and then I get those kind of views. But, but, but believe me, uh, like I'm talking about the time when KD was not there, and that's yeah, yeah, I mean when KD, KD was, was there, it was like. But uh, I, I think uh, Draymond was the guy who sort of uh, held these two elite shooters together, right? Because it's very like how many shots can one guy, one elite shooter, give up for the other guy? so that's when i i thought that draymond sort of held these guys together and held the entire team together and sort of made them uh, a successful uh, squad but then you are saying that if draymond comes back uh, warriors are going to start but now he's a very different draymond than uh, back then uh, he's been through injuries he's obviously gotten old uh, I, i'm pretty sure with clay uh, not being there in the team at least for this year uh, the warriors will sort of work towards revamping themselves and i think uh they would want to sell off dreamon uh but then again this is like he's he's uh, entering his first year of the 100 million dollar contract so uh, it's kind of uh, difficult to put him on the market I, i guess not a lot of teams would want to buy him i think sacramento would be one of them but uh, who would they give in return harrison barnes i don't think so. also i don't think the warriors would want barnes again barnes back yeah yeah barnes is a good friend of our show by the way My good friend, I mean, he has come on. He has become on the show. Yes. Whoa, nice. I interviewed actually. Uh, I interviewed him when he was here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, that's same. That's what we mean. That's that's how it is. Very, very, very tall guy. Very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, and and pretty pretty chilled out as well. Yeah, I asked him about. Uh, are, are you better? Like, uh, who will you pick, KD or LeBron? And he's like, I'm not answering. Kawhi, 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 LeBron. Kawhi or KD? And he's like, No, no, I'm not answering that. You guys are start trying to start something. I don't want to get involved in that. Very. Yeah. <laughs> who knows what he wants? Yeah, man. I, it's more of a hard read to catch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the Nets though lost. I think uh, Nets. Charlotte. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lost to the lost to the Grizzlies. Oh, no, they lost to Grizzlies. No, no, Charlotte, Charlotte. 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 No, they lost to Charlotte uh, when Rosier dunked on him. They lost to Grizzlies because I don't think Kevin Durant played that game today. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so, man. Rosier yeah. is in Charlotte. Rosier is in Charlotte. Yeah, so they lost that game. I, I think 
Uh, okay, maybe they haven't played that game. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. So that was yesterday's game. Uh, that's when, and it was so. Uh, to be honest, I mean, regardless of how good Charlotte has been, uh, yesterday's game was like you know some days when the entire team is on uh, on a roll, right? So that was more of a uh, game for Charlotte yesterday, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Regardless of how good KD and Kyrie were, everything these guys were doing was actually sort of uh, working in in their favor. So yeah, that's how I, I love that about the NBA. Like some days, the, the best team uh, finds it impossible to beat the New York Knicks. I mean, Giannis's team. Exactly, won. exactly, right, right. And yesterday was a very different day altogether. Like weird shit was happening. So I mean, it's one of those very, very exceptional days. Uh, okay. in we we need what what team is it that has. Uh, like you know you would be like oh yes this team right now is uh, doing exactly what i said they would do what i said they would do uh man uh i would say maybe dallas uh-huh. i mean dallas is playing really well uh they had a couple of like bad games but i think generally their offense is is pretty good luka is playing at a very high level um i really like dallas for a couple of reasons. One is I think that Luca is great, and the second thing is for all these years that I've been in the NBA, I've loved Dirk and Tim, and I've always supported the Spurs over the Mavs because I just love the Spurs. And I used to hate myself every time the Spurs and Mavs used to play. And now that the Spurs are shit, I can I can give a little bit of love to Mavs and say, you know what, Mavs is playing really good. So so all of this is one of those like you know when I say Mavs are playing really well, it's mostly me trying to like create some kind of you know, uh, narrative around Luca's MVP season. Uh, hopefully, they give us a chance to vote this time for the MVP. Well, obviously, they got <laughs> almost at fifty episodes. Yeah. something. What yeah, other than that? Yeah, other than Mavs, I think uh, everyone's everyone's kind of feeling out the game. You know, I mean, the Nets obviously. You know, KD is come out blazing, like just ridiculous. Uh, Obviously, Kyrie is doing what Kyrie does, but when you have KD on the other hand, you can't really double Kyrie. You can't really do anything. So, uh, I just, I just feel like, as much as I, I think when we discussed it, you had Nets at three, right? Ashwin had Nets at uh, three in the NBA and uh, one, okay. in- and I had five. I, I had it at five, I think, four or five. So I think, I think I'm still, I'm still going to keep them there. I'm still going to keep them four or five. Uh, I don't, I still don't see them being as consistent. Uh, because you know, Kyrie has played in very good teams, and is is he has shown that he's not the most consistent player uh, in the world. Maybe if things change, and I also believe that like after all these injuries that have happened to so many players, the Nets are going to be super careful about KD. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. My favorite name of last year, Spencer Dinwiddie, is gone. He's gone yeah. for the season ACL. Uh, and he, did you read the post he put up? About like how uh, I don't know. If you go to go to his uh, Instagram uh, page, he's written about how he had a similar injury in college and he came back, and you know he's going to come back even stronger. It was very touching. But it's a partial tear, right? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Yes, yeah. that might not be as, as bad as some of the worst that we've heard of. Uh, also, what I uh, what's even uh, more terrifying to Sort of experiences that Steve Nash said that KD is, I guess, around 85% of the player he used to be. We uh, expected 70% KD to be there, but uh, it's good. 
but that means 100 is still there right? that means and you you have around 70 more games to sort of reach that 100% mark and that's just terrifying for the rest of the league also i, I was just uh, listening to this podcast where these guys just break down uh, kd's shooting mechanics and it's just one of those things that tall big guys like kd and dirk used to do is is that just so tall that it does not matter who's defending you it might be uh, the best defender in the league those guys can do just so many things to sort of uh, try their best to stop them but they'll shoot and make them uh, anything so yeah. you can't uh, you can defend them uh, with uh, you know like just putting a hand up you have to be like a chris paul just harassing him or a tony allen i think i remember tony allen used to harass him a lot in the yeah. Okay, yeah, so and I think Kerry Kerry also said that the best defender to ever defend him was Tony Allen. So yeah, I think even Kobe said that. But but like you, have, you can't let him be stable. You have to be like ah, push him away, push him away from that. Otherwise, it's just too easy for him. I mean, you know who he is. He's yeah. Anyway, thank you for the team since uh, none of you are uh, caring enough to ask me for my own opinion on this. Yes, yes, you tell your opinion. Your opinion is always the most Please. important. No, no, the question. I, I think for me, I, I think uh, I may have put Atlanta Hawks like at the eighth place in the East. But I, I think not just because of their, uh, you know, three nil start. But I, I think they they're gonna score a lot of game points and you know have a lot of uh, fun scoring those points. Uh, main man Trey Young is has come back just like he went last year. Just shoot, 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 shoot. He's gonna do his thing. I, I, I think uh, Atlanta Hawks five four. They could you know be really that good. And five four, huh? Five or four. I, I, I think uh, this seems like one of one of Ashwin's uh, Boston Celtics type no, predictions. No, no, no more Celtics. No more uh, putting money on the Celtics. They have uh, ruined my credibility in this place. Yeah. Uh, also, there's another team that's off to a very very good start that nobody had expected. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they are three and four. Uh, and Hindenburg waiting to happen. I'm just. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know that it's just a ten ten game thing, and after yeah. that, they're the typical Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron. But right now, it just feels like everything is working out for them. Sexton is doing pretty good. Uh, Andre is doing well, and they managed to keep Kevin Love, so that's a plus point, nonetheless. We just gotta. Yeah. Uh, they have a Drummond. Drummond is, I think, the rebounds and uh, steals leader through the first uh, in these first ten days. Steals leader, to steals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had no idea. I mean, rebounds. I can see he's usually yeah. in the top three. He's usually at the top. Yeah. 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 And guess who the assist leader is? We need. He's one of uh, your one of my favorite players. He's your favorite player. My favorite player, huh? Kawhi Leonard. What? No, Nikola Jokic. Oh, Jokic. Fourteen assists per game. Uh, Jokic is just too good, man. It's just too good. He's really too good. I mean, I wish Jokic and Luca playing the same team. I wish like there's some there's some trade where like Jamal Murray and all they just throw them to fucking Mavs or send or, or, or the other way. Then all those people, Michael Porter Jr., everyone to <laughs> Nuggets and then send yeah. Luca. Oh, yeah. that no, send send Kristaps Porzingis and all of those. And Boy, then get get all the American players on the Mavs to Nuggets and get this yeah. one European. Yeah. Just as it is, they're going for an inter uh, international team. I I, I think uh, like uh, Aditya, you let me know what you think about this. Like for the All Star game, what do you think about a 
best of USA versus the best of non-USA instead of an East versus West. They have that, right? USA versus the world. No, that that's I think a rookie and sophomore thing, right? I meant like for the main event. You want uh, to have USA uh, versus the world. I think there are enough players on the. I think there are enough players to sort of organize something. Who, who, who would be in your top five in in uh, the, the in world. rest of the world? Yanis, Luka, Jokic. Yeah. Jokic definitely, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two more people. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, yes, definitely. Uh, ben Simmons. Wow. I mean, who would you rather have as your point guard? Luca or Simmons? Luka. Oh, Luca, come on. Luca, right? Because yeah. Ben Simmons is uh, sort of point yeah, yeah i'm just i'm just naming the like the good yeah, yeah. non non us players i tell you let's andrew wiggins why not oh, oh. oh god and just just kill kill the entire match and that's it, <laughs> that's it. like andrew wiggins is very very weird man like he actually has a lot of talent but he just i don't know what and why he does not perform or why he's so inconsistent i don't get it uh, I understand that you know Timberwolves was a, was a shitty franchise. I hope that the Golden State Warriors like carve out a role for him because he is a talented person. Like, he but can get his role be in the Warriors? Like he'll, he he's a he's like a DeRozan sort of you know I, I'll take two pointers. He's horrible at yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he he can be a consistent fifteen to twenty point like a, like you know like a what's that guy's name man who was Sean Livingston Sean Livingston kind of player. Definitely. You know, Sean Livingston was so important, so fucking important for that that entire uh, Warriors team. I think he can he can do that. He can always get his bucket. He can always get that. But he just needs I don't know there's something about him. Maybe he got too much money. He got a massive contract as soon as he joined, and you know I think a hundred and ninety million dollar contract or something. Right? Something ridiculous. I, I I don't understand why would they pay so much for someone like Wiggins. Anyhow, uh, but I think I think the whole point was they they wanted to package create a package for Giannis. You know, I mean that was the whole point of like having all these assets and like basically trying to get Giannis. But then when once Giannis signed with the box, it's just like okay, let's just roll the dice with what we have. But mm-hmm. who would you have traded for Giannis from the Warriors? I think they would have. I would have done. They would have done like maybe some picks. I think they have a lot of picks. They have uh, the. They have this guy Andrew Wiggins and all this stuff. I don't know. I really don't know. They don't know Green. They, I don't think that's going to be enough for. They'll need at least Clay or Steph. Yeah, either Clay or Steph would have gone, and I don't think the Warriors would have wanted that if Clay was healthy. Now that's there's true. no uh, point. Anyhow, would you trade Clay if you were the Warriors? It depends on what, in, in which direction would they want to go. Uh, for me, if they really want to reinvent, like the Spurs did, uh, they just—I mean—they somehow managed to stay relevant for so long, even when uh, Duncan was not there and even when Manu was not there. Uh, they just started reinventing themselves as soon as they realized that something was going wrong, and uh, they did not sort of hold back in trading away their main assets. Parker, they let go of, albeit at the end of his career. So uh, I think uh, even if they want to really reinvent, then even uh, Steph would be on block. It depends, man. I don't think Steph is going to go anywhere. I mean, it it depends on what you get in return. Uh, Let's just say a lot of teams, the tanking definitely works, right? 
Uh, I think James Wiseman would also be on the block if they get something decent. Oh my uh, God, you are you are in the the bust category. You're like just blow it up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, because you see, you you look at Steph and you can't help but feel sorry for him. Uh, why guy, why do you feel sorry for him? I don't feel sorry for him at all. I mean, I feel like this is his challenge. He needs to like step up. You know, like you know, he is probably what the third best player. uh in the last decade you know let's consider lebron one maybe kd two i think steph is three uh so yeah See, so uh, why not why why feel sorry for him you know like a, a guy like like dirk carried a absolute trash team for like 10 years you know and he 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 got, he had like 50 win seasons for 12 years straight and mm-hmm. he had like the most shittiest team around him for most of the time so i think that you know you can't feel sorry for these guys because they are nba players they're professionals they are paid a lot of money and no, they have to step up they have to be a, i mean i feel like this the 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 level at which we kept, keep steph at which is you know he is a top 30 player of all time already he should be able to prove that he can take a bunch of scrubs in a western conference to the playoffs forget 50 win teams that 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 dirk did you know like that was just monumental what dirk did for that fucking mavs team which was absolute trash yeah. um so i think that and the west was very loaded at that point also so it wasn't like there were shitty teams in the west like you know so i don't i don't i don't give like when when you reach that kind of elite level right like lebron like no one is going to look at lebron and say oh shit like he didn't he wasn't able to get 50th teams you know he was consistently going into the playoffs consistently performing so i i think otherwise i think that this is a chance and opportunity for for staff to to rise up and and take that trashy team into the playoffs and make some noise you know i don't think he should we should feel bad for sorry for him you know that's what i feel so my thing is that one uh we often compare when when this is one superstar on the team and we often compare that guy to let's say a lebron or a westbrook those guys managed to take their teams to the playoffs and even uh lebron and westbrook i mean in 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 terms of context how this one guy sort of managed to take their team to the uh, playoffs and lebron obviously to the championship but see the thing is how regardless of how bad the rest of the players were they always had that one guy who would have handled the situation when uh this guy was not there for so lebron it was kevin love even though he did not have the best season uh, for westbrook there was always always adams uh for curry do you not think the team curry has right now is worse than lebron's cavs or westbrook's okc no lebron's previous cavs teams were absolute trash you know from 2003 to 2004 to 2010 absolute oh, no, no. trash no, no problem about that and back But then he took he took those teams to the playoffs and 50 win teams for the most that's, part that's a different that's a different lebron altogether and people often sort of uh sort of underrate him for what he did back then before he went for uh, right. uh but i'm talking about this cavs run to the championship when they have they, when they had uh, this guy uh, kevin love with them I'm talking about that right. guy. Yeah, I mean, but but that's not. I mean, that's not what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get like, let's say, let's compare. You know, like uh, a, a good comparison. And I know both of you are Kobe fans. It's like always. You know, the Kobe fans will say, "Oh, this." You know, between 2003 to 2007, whenever like they sucked, right? They didn't have anybody. That's Mush Parker, blah blah blah. And I always tell them, you know, there was a team right next to them, the Mavs, that had a 
pretty shitty team. Yeah. Mavs, I think for 10 years, they had like two All-Star players that went to the All-Star game once, which is, I think, Mike Finley and I think maybe Jason, early Jason Kidd. Um, and so uh, it was, you know, so I when you're an elite player, you know, when you're considered the most important offensive weapon in the NBA, you don't, you, I don't think you get a pass, you know, not because it's just basketball in the end of the day. Like you can take a pass. I mean, he's, he's, he's absolutely rich and he's done whatever the fuck he wants to do. But uh, I don't think he gets a pass. You know, if he wants to prove himself and wants to stay in that, you know, ratified air, he has to show, he has to do it for himself also, I feel. Like if I was in his position, I would feel like I need to do it for myself because I've always had Clay Thompson and I've always had a great system. I've always had great players around me. And so, you know, now that I don't, I want to, I want to prove to myself that I can at least take a team to the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, I, I just don't, I don't buy that, you know, because there are, not, you know, if you look at the other teams, you know, after you see, you know, you have, you have the, you know, you have the Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, right? Uh, and then the rest of the teams are, you know, very. Got it, Vinny. Got it. Got it. We have uh, heard your uh, tones for a long time. We are getting uh, complaints from the remaining people. Uh, I, I think if Westbrook can take that OKC team to the sixth seed, then I, I think Steph should be able to do at least an eighth seed, at least to the playoff. Fifty games, forty games, whatever it takes. He has I mean, to be able to because because purely because of the offensive power that he is. Like Westbrook was a not really. You would not really call him. I mean, that season he uh, shot amazing. He did whatever he wanted to. But Steph. Is an amazing uh, shooter. Is an amazing uh, offensive threat. Best shooter of all time. Best shooter of all time, without doubt. Yeah, yeah whatever. Say catch and shoot, uh, dribble and shoot, uh, pop and uh, just whatever. He, he is the best shooter out there. So the offense should be, you know, built in such a way that you know that maximizes uh, Steph's uh, success, Steph's scoring. Like just let Steph score. Why? Why do other people need to score? I think Steph should be able to do that. At least Steve Kerr should be able to build a system that way. Otherwise, what's the point of just you know, losing games without even trying. Huh? I'll yeah. tell you Two more points here, guys. One, I uh, one, I think Steph needs to be healthy for the rest of the season, which has been a problem for him if they really want to have the playoff run. And second, uh, I think Steph needs to be a lot more aggressive uh, when we talk about Westbrook, uh, what he did during those years. Uh, he was a ball hog. He used to get the rebounds. He used to assist whenever he was done scoring his double-digit points. So I think that's what Steph needs to do right now. If you watch some of his games, if you watch the game against the Nets, there were moments when Steph was just standing at the corner like a random, uh, yeah. random player. Not a superstar. Not the superstar we know him for. And guys like Ubre and uh, Wiggins was just sort of chucking bricks from beyond that. So these guys need, I mean, Curry, for example, they, they need that sort of organized chaos uh, within the team. I mean, let Curry shoot 35 uh, shots a game. Why not? Why not? He, he, he has proven himself to be the kind of shooter who can do that. Who yeah, yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. I think he should shoot 35 shots and like... <laughs> I, I just want Curry to, to go crazy. Like, he is such an amazing... Like, the 2016 run was just so... Oh, my God. 400 threes, man. 400 threes. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, I just hope he goes over like 600 threes or something like that. Something. You come back to uh, your, you know, this DAB page. Does DAB mean anything? Does DAB mean something? Or is it yeah, DAB, bro. 
so yeah so uh, this was very very lame when i started my youtube channel that that was when uh, the dab move was very famous okay and that's just it that's just no other, no other explanation for it uh, uh, there will be some short form like uh, no, i make aggressive basketball i was a, i was a school student man i i just wanted to make videos i did not care about the name uh, it was just catchy it it stuck to you uh, i mean nba dab it's snappy it's short it's sort of stuck with uh, people uh, and that's about it i did not give it a lot of thought <laughs> i'm just being very very honest with you and, and what about like what made you think that you know like memes are a way to catch attention like is is that a conscious thought or did that just happen and you were like you know let's let's just right. go with so as as you said i am uh, i'm a writer by profession and uh, most of my work oh, but, okay i didn't know this so you yeah. you're, you're you're not your your uh, main job is writing like that's yeah. what you do yes yes oh wow okay i'm a sports writer uh and oh sports writer yeah what do you write for uh, uh you know you guys are going to kill me for this but i i my bread and butter is cricket it's it's fine it's bread and butter you know yeah. Yeah. you have to write something about cricket I mean, if you have, if you want to make any money in india basketball is going to pay you so you yeah basketball is not going to pay so one for you one for me so the cricket is for those guys the basketball is for me so uh, so as a as a writer I, most of my work includes how do we get the most number of eyeballs right and yeah. uh, india obviously you combine cricket and then you have bollywood so the best way that i thought to get hmm, how 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 do you draw attention of people who are not that much into basketball to sort of start watching the sport regularly and then bollywood was the uh, answer right nice. and uh, and i mean it sort of stuck with the guys uh, i was I, one of the people just commented on one of my very old videos uh, it was a uh, basketball footage from koi mil gaya in which i had included a uh, background commentary of lebron doing uh, okay okay kasali tigers mein lebron exactly 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 so that that i mean i was just going through the insights on instagram and stuff they actually genuinely shared content like that and uh, obviously lebron is a big guy uh, in india and that basketball scene from koi mil gaya is iconic regardless of how bad it is uh, it, it, i mean there are things that are exactly but <laughs> so content like that actually uh, got in eyeballs people started watching it and and you sort of get to share a little bit of knowledge with fun and i think yeah. people appreciate that also is oh yeah we're not trying to just do that right we're trying to experiment it's still our, our whatever it is that we're doing it's still in the experimental phase so whatever sticks whatever works with them we just continue to do that uh whatever does not we stop i mean there's no so when you say we when you say we like is it you i know i know i've seen another guy uh yeah yeah so uh pradeep he is a very good friend of mine uh we were school buddies we used to play together for haryana and uh, if there is someone that i've met uh during my childhood who has and even more uh who's who's even more mad than me about basketball it's him he knows so much about this game and he just is is very very passionate about this so uh, i just thought that why not uh, start a youtube whatever it is that we're doing we're together and, uh, and right now he's in spain he's there uh studying completing his education oh. so he's 
So he creates those memes from Spain. It looks like an Indian. Yeah. So that's that's the dedication that this guy is uh, bringing to the table, and and that's what I appreciate about him. Uh, he has been the rock for the channel. This guy continues to sort of uh, put in the hard work, and and there are times when I sort of give up or I'm very very busy with cricket. So that's when he takes over, and I I really appreciate what whatever he's done for the channel. More uh, thing that I wanted to say about Bira was like even though. It is. It's a sort of seems like the content is aimed at people who don't know NBA or who don't know basketball that much. But you're trying to get them to relate to the game through something that they understand. Like all the conversations, I have, I'm I'm completely blown away. All almost always by how much it talks about what is in the meme and not what the you know the meme is about or like what the you know like if it's a clip from Hera Firi, they don't talk about Hera Firi. They're talking about you know what the clip is talking about. So, I, I think you know that's an amazing job that you guys have done, and you found some sort of niche which is very difficult for content pages. Yeah. You usually sort of end up catering to people who already know basketball, but yeah. uh, you're taking it in a direction where we might. Yeah, the memes. The memes are really funny. I mean, I, 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 I think I've liked pretty much all the memes that that you guys put out. Uh, how, what's your process of coming up with like the meme? Like, do you have a a, a repertoire of like NBA, like NBA, not NBA, basketball? Bollywood, Bollywood memes, and then you guys think, okay, this could could fit. Like, do you do you already know these memes? Like, a lot of these things come up, and like, oh my god, like, how could you like make that connection? Yeah. I think that's really amazing. So you will also have to be a movie buff, I believe. Uh, it's more of a subconscious homework that you're doing uh, uh, at the back of your head. That so maybe do you sit and like scroll on the memes? Is that what you do? Like, yeah. do you just like? Because uh, maybe you saw Hera Fairy maybe six seven years ago, and you remember that particular scene. And yeah. when you uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. exactly, and when you go to that scene, it just fits, right? Because I remember uh, by, when I was making that particular video, I was just uh, remembering there was this uh, portion in which Parishaval is sort of returning all the debts, right? Uh, he's just calling all these guys ki kalana kal sare paise mil jayenge, and that's when this uh, scene happens. And it, it, it just sort of uh, stuck, and everything that he said was very, very uh, uh, reminiscent with whatever uh, Yanis was going through. So that meme is when I realized that he signed a sixteen hundred crore contract. Like I did not put it in uh, those numbers, and he put sixteen hundred. I'm like sixteen hundred crore is the business deal for some people. Like, like that. Yeah. Of a contractor, this is just a decade, decade turnover for many MNCs and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's another thing that we do. We try to Indianize it uh, as much as possible, uh, mm-hmm. like very very small things like converting dollars to rupees and stuff like that. It just sort of draws in the kind of people we want. Uh, this is other meme. I don't know. I forgot what it was, but I remember that it was this Shahrukh Khan getting off the helicopter. Uh, but I don't know. Okay, what the context was? Them. That was, I think, uh, that uh, lady about the electoral votes or something. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you, maybe you guys also have it. You guys uh, also have it. I think. Uh, I think that's uh, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, right, 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 right. KC, then, KCP. KCP. Yeah, exactly. KCP. <laughs> finally showing up during the playoffs, and then Jaya Bachchan. Yeah. Ron James is doing RP like finally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Memes are the best. Memes are the best. Yeah. Is this? I that was funny. Not sure if it's related. Uh, you have. Oh, what way does it do? 
I that that scene is also really iconic. Like I think that that yeah, scene of that him is. coming running and yeah, some iconic scene in uh, mother son relations. Itself. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. And that's what I think. That's uh, I've seen that happen quite a lot with LeBron. Not the mother scene, but as a as a father figure, wherever he goes. Uh, I think some reporter asked Kyrie as well, right? A couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. Kyrie, is he yeah, like your father figure? Exactly. That's. I mean, he's not that old. I mean, given his bald spot and what what not, if people just sort of uh, think of him as the father of the team for some reason. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, one of the best things I've read about this LeBron effect is that LeBron will come into your team. He'll destroy your front office. He'll trade away all your assets. He'll do all that, but he'll take you to the NBA finals. So yeah. if you're willing to do that, then you know, lose all your uh, extra fat. Uh, I think. That's what LeBron has promised and always delivered. Um, always, always. Okay. Um, Aditya, we do this thing where we play a little game with our uh, host. I mean, with not with host, with our guests. Where we do a little this or that sort of questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vinit, do you have questions ready? Or always, yes, always. Then, then I will let you only go for it. Oh go no, no, you should go first. You always go first, my friend. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, like video podcasts or audio podcasts. What? Mm-hmm. Video podcast. Video podcast. Okay. Because then you can also have the audio. Oh wow! What? Damn. <laughs> you just stole our idea, huh? Mm. Okay. Uh, if there was, if you were stranded in an island, which NBA player would you want to be stranded with? Uh, took a very weird turn for some reason. <laughs> Play uh, learn basketball. Do a best case maybe I don't know to save you from the. Like if you had to play basketball to save your life, right? Uh, well, of course, LeBron. Yeah, he has sort of survived by doing what a lot of people thought was not possible. So why not? Fair enough. Okay. Uh, this is one. This question is for uh, yeah this season. Giannis uh, or KD as the leader of your team? KD definitely. Uh, one. I I was actually wondering the other day what would happen if Giannis and KD go to like face each other and I think KD other than the defensive bit KD would sort of destroy them and also uh, he gives he makes the team a lot more uh, open gives them a yeah. lot more options Giannis for Giannis yeah I don't know if you know this Atya but uh, Giannis uh, I think he went thirteenth in the draft or and the person who went before him was Stephen Adams like. Okay, he had a chance to draft uh, Yanis yeah. that year, but it did not happen. Mm. I mean, sure, Yanis is a great player, but he's just he just sort of limits your offense a lot. Uh, when you are comparing him to KD, absolutely. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely agree. Yeah, Yanis is great. Otherwise, okay, beneath you. Uh, this is uh, my standard question: Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant? Better career. Mm. You ask this uh, to Bruce Bowen as well, right? I ask it to everybody. I just want people to say Tim Duncan all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Kobe Bryant. Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant? Oh, that's yeah. Kobe. Better career. Better career. Kobe. Better career. Kobe. Still good. Sabse sahi jawab. And last question: Like, if you wanted to have a point guard on a team for your life. Like your life is on the line. Okay, uh, James Harden or Steph Curry? Curry, definitely. Curry. Yeah. 
I guess uh, death is my, my last my last question. Okay. Who are your top top five players of all time? You got to me now, man. <laughs> Come on, top top five players of all time. You you, you should always have your top five players of all time. All time or uh, like current NBA? You want all time? All time. Current NBA me kwan hai? We know the current NBA man. It's like five people. I'm guessing sabka same hi hoga. Sabka same hai man. All time. Shaq. 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 Wow. Why is this echoing? Shaq. Okay. Shaq. Kobe. Kobe. LeBron. LeBron. Magic. Magic. And one more guy. Duncan. 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 MJ? No MJ. I mean, where 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 would you put him instead of Kobe? Oh, wow! Unexpected wow. okay. answer and uh, he, he he kept this for the last. He kept his Kobe passion till the end, and then he unleashed it. <laughs> Kobe's better than MJ. I am pretty sure you were not chatting to him. We were chatting with him when he said, uh, "I used to like Kobe, but not anymore." I'm sure it was, uh, it was the other guy. The other guy. Because mm. our time zones also are the same, right? That's what you told me, right? Uh, that somebody. Was commenting and said that I don't like Kobe anymore. So I, I I could not actually recollect what was happening. Oh, so oh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, that that's it for the show. I mean, Aditya, thank you so much, man, for spending uh, an hour with us. This is uh, absolutely refreshing. We love your page. Huge fans of your page, and people, huge fans, huge fans. please go and follow the Instagram page. You will uh, learn NBA Dab. NBA Dab. We will uh, link it in the description, and we have something here. Like on your face? face, on my face. Uh, let them go follow my face then if they miss the other one. Anyway, yes, uh, that's it. Uh, audience, please like, share, subscribe, uh, listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast at, and see it. Because we'll also be on YouTube. This one will be on YouTube. Little pixelated, my faces, but uh, both other boys are pretty handsome people, so there'll be no issues. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. We need to say bye. 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 Thank you.